You're listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. Last Thursday was Budget Day, which saw the government announce its plans for its spending for twenty twenty two and beyond. The government had three primary focuses for this year's budget: COVID nineteen response, healthcare reform, and tackling climate change. Eleven point one billion dollars were allocated for healthcare spending, with close to a billion dollars put towards improving welfare for disabled peoples. This funding included establishing a ministry for disabled peoples, which, according to MSD, will lead the disability system transformation work, operate as a ministry, including providing policy and budget advice to the Ministry of Disability Issues, and manage relevant legislation. We're joined in the studio now by Sean Printer, co-president of the Otago Disabled Students Association, to talk about this announcement. Morena, Sean, it's great to have you in the studio. That's about it, Quinson. Thank you for having me. Sean, how do you feel about the budget's announcement for the disabled community? Uh, I think there's definitely a, a positive step with some uh, concrete investment going into uh, the Ministry for uh, Disabilities. Um, however, I think it there's quite a lumping towards the ministry in of itself. So the ministry will be fantastic in terms of uh, defragmenting uh, the lack of disability inclusivity or, or target in the different ministries. Um, however, it's missing that sort of like on the on the ground proactive um, uh, policy to deal with disabled issues. And you can really see that um, in the uh, COVID response where there's been really poor accessibility for the uh, different information that's been distributed um, uh, to the disabled community. So what would this on-the-ground response look like to you? Um, the on-the-ground um, response is it's, it's largely looking at um, a, uh, a living wage uh, support because the... Um, the, the support there for uh, disabled students and students more uh, generally with the hardship that uh, uh, students are dealing with with inflation uh, just doesn't go far enough. Um, and the Band-Aid, which is proposed um, in the budget, um, really just doesn't go far enough to sort of covering the war, ruin, war, <laughs> the war wound which um, uh, inflation has left. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And so looking at the Ministry for Disabled Peoples, just generally what are your thoughts on it and how do you think it should work? Uh, I think it's fantastic in the sense that we're going to have a more centralised um, uh, approach to uh, more inclusive uh, uh, workplaces. I can uh, see real potential there um, for uh, the public sector to sort of lead the way for disability um, inclusion and then trickling out to the um, private sector. And sort of, I guess, coming back to the idea of uh, defragmentation, right? You know, um, the disabled community um, deal with a host of different um, inequities um, across the board, um, uh, be it health, be it finance, um, and so having a, a, a ministry um, in the centre there to be able to coordinate um, a more just response, I think, would be fantastic. Um, but I think with um, Labour, you see a lot um, uh, in the way of the uh, Zero Carbon Act, and it's that sort of like that slow change um, uh, coming about there, like certainly in regards to the Zero Carbon Act, really important piece of legislation to be crafted, much as it is with um, building the Ministry uh, for um, Disabilities. Um, but we're missing those on the ground um, uh, problems, um, and that is those issues with um, finance, which the current budget just doesn't address. Do you think that once this ministry is established, we'll see more of this on the ground sort of thing, or do you think that's a separate issue? I think it's I think it's a separate issue, and I think it's one which is quite divisive amongst the disabled community in the sense that um, uh, at the moment uh, the uh, steering group for the um, uh, ministry is not led by a disabled person and the disabled community um, or otherwise disability rights movement has uh, 
really campaigned or nothing about us without us. And for some pe- uh, disabled people, um, you know, that's a complete uh, contradiction to what the rights movement stands for. Um, and for others, it's, um, you know, it's the idea of um, helping uh, non-disabled people be able to see through a disabled lens and working towards uh, further integration. So I think it's the, uh, yeah, there's certainly not a, c- a consensus as of yet. So on this front then, what are some policy changes that you'd like to see to help the disabled community? I think a huge one um, is um, accessibility legislation, which is currently being pushed through. So um, yet to have re- uh, reach a draft stage yet in central government, but the policy that's currently underpinning it um, uh, fails the recommendations which were given by the Access Alliance. Um, and uh, that's also been supported by the uh, uh, Athra um, Law Foundation. Um, and it doesn't have any uh, ability to, to monitor or there being any consequences of uh, discrimination in relation to accessibility. Um, and that then makes uh, any potential leg- legislation which is going to eventuate toothless. And so what further support would you like to see for the disabled community in the next budget and budgets to come? I think there needs to be specific tailored support for um, uh, disabled students, for the disabled community, and students more generally. You know, like you see with um, uh, universities um, being under pressure, with you know missing international students, for example, and they're being cuts across the board there, um, and uh, staff are struggling, students are struggling, and so there needs to be more tailored support there. Um, and that tailored support um, would look like having a, a more livable wage for students. Um, as opposed to what we uh, currently have, which is that Band-Aid I mentioned. And actually, like, there's an insult to injury there, which um, I glossed over, and that's the fact that if you're on a uh, winter energy plan, um, uh, which many of the disabled community are, you're in fact not entitled um, to uh, this further support as part of the bill. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it's bizarre to uh, assume that people that would be on that winter energy plan would be in such a situation where they're, you know, they're not going through financial um, hardship as it is anyway. Um, and, you know, um, Grant's response to that is that the um, uh, the previous bill um, uh, had some targeted response, but of course that doesn't account for the um, high levels of inflation we have now. And so talking back about the disabled student community, this increased support, you've talked a lot about the national level. Is there things that the university could do to support them as well? I think with the university, it's just a case of um, uh, consultation um, and um, empowering those disabled um, uh, disabled voices, uh, which uh, the university does a great job through the um, Disability Information and Support Service. Um, and so, yeah, really uh, a continued relationship there that embodies uh, Manaki Tanga, um, I think, is uh, will lead the way to uh, yeah uh, better outcomes for disabled students. That was a Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.